When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. As tightness in the labor market continues, Wisconsin has a focus on growing its own talent for industries that need the help. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The Department of Workforce Development works with schools, employers, tech colleges, and others to develop 75 youth apprenticeship programs. The industries span across construction, health sciences, transportation, and, of course, agriculture. DWD Apprenticeship Bureau Director David Polk zeroes in on the agriculture apprenticeships with me. He shares the variety of egg programs out there and if the programs are successful. Dairy grazer program is new. We have an agriculture mechanic technician, and that would be uh, a young person that would help uh, a farm or or, uh, uh, a food area with the mechanics, repairing equipment, and things of that nature. We have animal fundamentals, animal herd, arborist, crops, the dairy grazer, as you alluded to, environmental sciences and water resources, floral landscaping, plant fundamentals, and then small animal veterinary technician. And that one is is new also. Explain to us how these work. So an apprenticeship, um, kind of an earn-while-you-learn format of the program. But how does what's DWD's role in this? Are you connecting the students to the employers or vice versa? Uh, How do people get involved? Walk me through how that all works. So youth apprenticeship is is a tad bit different than registered apprenticeship, which, you know, it is for, and and actually youth can participate in registered apprenticeship also, but very few do because of, you know, schooling and things of that nature. But in youth apprenticeship, what we do is partner with different consortiums in school districts around the state. We have a grant cycle that, you know, kicks up in the summer, and all of these youth apprenticeship consortiums and school districts and and workforce boards basically write to us their grant. And in the grant, they're basically explaining how many youth apprentices in their area they plan to place with employers in that school year. From there, we dole out the youth apprenticeship money all across the state. And then those consortiums and school districts work to place those youth with the different employers in their area. We had a record year overall for youth apprenticeship for the 2021-22 school year uh, with about 6,840 youth apprenticeships, uh, youth apprentices across the state and a record number of overall employers. Were you able to pinpoint why you saw the, the record numbers? I think that it has a lot to do with our historic low unemployment rate. On the job center of Wisconsin.com, there's currently 872 job openings in the agriculture field alone. When you couple that with only 3% unemployment, I think that employers are, finding, are trying to find ways to recruit workers as creatively as possible. And, you know, with that said, taking a dive into youth apprenticeship and having young people to come into your industry is one of those strategies. And the numbers that you alluded to earlier, specifically in the egg apprenticeship, the students, the employers, the schools involved, 
are those good numbers to you? Maybe you want to recap what those numbers are, and then if they're good, if how they're trending. Yeah, they, those are spectacular numbers. You know, we have 851 youth apprentices in, in our agriculture occupational metric for youth apprenticeship, and that's a 50% increase since 2017. Uh, so those are spectacular numbers. And I think that, you know, because of the historic low unemployment rate uh, and, and how employers are being more creative in how they recruit workers to their industry, I think that number will likely grow. Yeah, the numbers you give us speak success. But I want to ask you, though, how you measure success. Is it strictly on uh, the growing numbers, growing interest, or are you looking at other metrics, too, such as employer response or employee retention? Yeah, absolutely. So those numbers are spectacular. We do use those as a metric. But, you know, since we're talking youth apprenticeship, we also want to try to bridge those students uh, into registered apprenticeship or into that work field that they're in during their youth apprenticeship. And and that may be continuing on their education in that field, which helps to grow the industry and and puts a more than capable individual into uh, a great work environment because they already have a relationship with their employer. Uh, And also continuing, you know, it's, it's uh, duly pronged that our historic low unemployment rate is, is both bad and good. It means there's a lot of people working out there and, and, and working gainfully, but it also means that there's more jobs than there are people. So for us, when we see these young people in these fields, we also want to follow them as they grow into their respective uh, area of employment. And David, the reason this program stood out to me is because I kind of I kind of see it as a tool to help our agricultural workforce. Is that essentially what this uh, is and does? And are there other programs in DWD to help agribusinesses specifically find labor? Yeah, you know, our our job centers are always working to connect in, to, to connect individuals. Uh, with the work in their respective areas. Our job centers are, are all over the state. Uh, youth apprenticeship and registered apprenticeship is definitely a long-storied, successful model. You know, our, our registered apprenticeship system is the oldest in the country at 111 years old. And that said, you know, to experience the increases that we've seen of late is it's absolutely wonderful because we're at we're actually seeing more industries dive into apprenticeship. I want to ask about support too. Obviously, DWD is a state agency. You might have to school me here and tell me who's who's in charge of kind of setting your budget. Is it the legislature? And how does support look from those uh, supplying funds for this program in particular? Yeah, so our baseline model of funding, uh, especially around youth apprenticeship, is guided by the legislature. They continue to increase investment into youth apprenticeship as as a response to all of these fields that are, of course, begging for workers. Uh, so the legislature has been very, very friendly to apprenticeship with increased funding. We also have our ASC and SAE federal grants for apprenticeship. And those supports have OJL funding for employers that employ apprentices 
to give them a little help with the apprentice, with the duties that the apprentice has to do and the mentoring that those companies have to do when having an apprentice. Um, the other supports are also for the apprentice themselves with the support of services. Uh, apprentices can get $600 back in a reimbursement for things like tools or if they have to repair their car so they can get to their respective job and things of that nature. We also have funding for those youth apprentices that bridge to registered apprenticeship, and there's a stipend involved with those employers that actually take a youth apprentice, and when that youth apprentice graduates, they uh, make them a registered apprentice in a registered apprenticeship program. So, David, if for folks listening, whether they're an agribusiness or students or folks looking for a career change and want to get involved in the agriculture industry, what's the best way to get a hold of DWD and access these programs? You can reach us at our website, wisconsinapprenticeship.gov. You can reach out to our local ATRs uh, that are all over the state. Uh, if you get to our website, you can look up which ATR serves your respective area, and we'll be, we'll be absolutely glad to help you. And then on the youth apprenticeship side, we have our policy analyst. You can find that information on our website to help guide you to your local consortium so you can participate in youth apprenticeship also. All right, David, final question for you before we wrap up. Anything exciting coming down the pipeline that you can share with us in terms of new uh, youth apprenticeship programs, specifically in agriculture? Oh, we are, we are definitely uh, continuing to spread our wing in response to our employers all across the state and expanding into more occupational areas and more jobs uh, in the agricultural, agricultural area. Um, and we are definitely responding on the registered apprenticeship side to also spread into new registered apprenticeships uh, to help serve this area. So um, apprenticeship is very pliable and it is very employer-led. So those employers that are looking to take a dive into apprenticeship and have a, a creative uh, job, we are happy to work with you to create a registered apprenticeship around those job duties. So we're definitely spreading our wings. Apprenticeship is pliable and apprenticeship is for everyone. David Polk joining us, the Department of Workforce Development's Apprenticeship Bureau Director. Less than a month ago, the program released 14 new youth apprenticeship pathways, two of those being in the agriculture sector, a natural resource-focused arborist program and a dairy grazer program. One of the ways Wisconsin is trying to home grow its own workforce. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.